Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to welcome Al Cooper, a musician and producer who's played on countless recordings by Bob Dylan, Leonard Skinner, The Who, The Rolling Stones, and more. You can hear him on all of Dylan's Blonde on Blonde, You Can't Always Get What You Want by The Stones, and many more amazing songs. Welcome, Al. How are you today? Uh, not too bad. Well, what inspired you to start playing music? I just uh, kind of loved it when... When I was very young, maybe seven, uh, my parents dragged me along with them to visit somebody, and they had a piano in the house, and and it was uh, far away from the rest of them. So I asked if I could play, and I sat down, and I was fascinated. And I just, uh, that began everything. And, I, and they had to drag me away, and then they had to buy me a piano. Eventually, it took a long time. And once you got that piano, did you just get rolling and practicing and all that? Uh, well, that, but then I found I could play the guitar, and there was a, a beautiful guitar in the Sears Roebuck catalog for $45. So I got that. And it was a, a, a solid-body electric guitar, and that that really changed my life. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm really glad you got into the, the music playing thing personally. Like, your sound is just incredible, let me say. Like, I'm personally a huge Dylan fan, and uh, when, I, when I would listen to, you know, Positively 4th Street, Blonde on Blonde, uh, Highway 61 Revisited, you know, all, all that stuff, your, your playing just makes the albums. Well, it's interesting because that was sort of a side thing that I did. Really? Yeah, which was um, I would uh, I was writing songs primarily for a living, and um, but uh, in the course of that, I had to go into the studio and record uh, demos of the songs. So when I would do that, that's when I first started using the organ once in a while. And um, although it took me many years to learn how to turn it on. It's a very complicated process. Yeah, it seems like quite a quite an instrument. Like I've looked at these things, I can't even think of how to start playing them. Oh yeah, and then there's you know there's all those t- controls on them. That's the part that's staggering. Yeah, it's it's quite an instrument, and you sound pretty pretty good playing it. I must say. <laughs> well, by now I hope so. <laughs> Well, you can be heard on Like a Rolling Stone, Positively 4th Street, as well as many other Dylan songs. Did you ever get to know Bob Dylan as a person, or did you only, like, communicate through the music you played? No, we spent we spent a lot of time together. Uh, uh, me at his place and, and uh, him at my place uh, in New York in the village. And uh, and we'd, we'd go out at night. We'd, we did spend a lot of time together. Wow, well, I've heard it's really hard to, like, get to Bob Dylan and, like, get to know him. So that's really interesting that you actually did. No, I mean, I, I, there was a time when I knew him very well and uh, his family as well. Uh, and then I just went on to other things. Well, you're known as the person who discovered Leonard Skinnerd. How did you discover them and what made you become their producer? Uh, well, I, I, um, I moved to Atlanta for a variety of, re- of reasons. Mostly, I, I, there was a studio there that I really liked. And I was going there to use the studio, so I should, 
I might as well move here. And then I started going to this club every night, which was owned by somebody I knew previously in my life. And um, they came in and they played for a week, so I heard them every night. And I think by uh, the third or fourth night, I... I got up and uh, sat in with them, but I, I had to play guitar because they didn't have a keyboard player. And uh, and then I just uh, uh, nagged them until uh, they uh, signed with my record company. Well, they certainly are, and I guess were, an incredible band. Like, Ronnie Van Zant's vocals, just wow, you know? <laughs> I was, uh, I loved the, th they had three guitarists, mm -hmm. and I loved that because the the arrangements were fantastic. They used the guitar so intelligently that uh, they stuck out. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they're certainly like, I guess it's kind of the, the, their big like guitar moment, like Freebird, I guess, but I mean that, yeah, that's an incredible song with their their guitar so well uh, to me um sweet home alabama has some fantastic guitar playing yeah my my personal favorite skinnard song has to be simple man i'd say so <laughs> yeah that's great too i mean they were they were great yeah they certainly and, uh, were and you didn't have to be a genius to uh, perceive that. But yeah. I'm glad that, uh, you know, I got there first. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, uh, again, another another incredible moment of music you've played on. Look at that. <laughs> I don't think of it as the playing, uh, 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 more as the producing. Because mm. they were a band. They yeah. didn't need me as a player. You did do some of, like, the... You played Mellotron, right, on, on some of their songs? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, well, it certainly sounds good, whatever you did. <laughs> well, you know, it was a great band. I don't think you had to be a genius to perceive that. Certainly, certainly. Well, you've also played with Hendrix, The Stones, The Who, and many more groups. Has any musician told you something that really stuck? Not really. The most interesting and comfortable situation was with Hendrix. Really? Yeah. Plus, he gave me a guitar. Ooh. Do you still have that? No, I sold it for a hundred thousand dollars, though. Well, well, that that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good thing to sell it for, yeah. Well, I mean, I only sold it because uh, uh, stupidly I talked about it, and people kept breaking into my house. Oh wow, that's so. I sold it, and I put out a giant press release. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's jeez. I guess people will uh, do whatever they need to to get a, a Hendrix guitar, right? I guess. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, besides Dylan, have you ever gotten to hang out with any of the musicians after you were done working with them? Usually, um, most of the time. And, that, and, and it would usually precede me recording with them. Really? Yeah. yeah. Were there any like cool moments you had hanging out with any of them? Oh, thousands. Yeah, I lived in England for a while, and I I spent time with a lot of different people. Yeah, you play you played with uh, well, you played on. You can't always get what you want, right? Well, that was a yeah. Was that what you were in England or? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, that's certainly a quite a quite a song. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knew? I just walked in the door, and there it was. Well, I mean, you've you've played on all these fantastic songs. Do you have a favorite? Not really. I mean, I'm just uh, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it 
it's mind-boggling to think that that played on like a Rolling Stone and you can't always get what you want. Certainly. I guess those are the two standouts. Yeah, I mean, those are just, wow. Like, you know, I, I'm personally like a, a huge Bob Dylan guy. I think I told you that. Like a Rolling Stone, just wow. I can't believe I'm talking to the guy who played Oregon on Like a Rolling Stone. Like, <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> wow. Well, you played on Super Session with Mike Bloomfield and Stephen Stills, right? Well, that was that was an, an album that I put together. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't just play on One side is with Mike Bloomfield, the other side is with Steve Stills. Was that album just like you, you decided to put some songs together and record with a guitarist? Or? Well, I, I became friendly with Bloomfield, and uh, I said, let's, uh, let's do a jam session album. And I, I said, it'd be very easy. I said, you come in and uh, we'll just jam. So we did um, one night, and then he disappeared. So I had one night, which turned out to be one side of an album. And I had this time booked uh, in Los Angeles, and I uh, called every guitar player in my address book, and uh, Steve still showed up. Well, you got one, and quite a guitar player he is. Plus, plus we had had never uh, played together. Really? Yeah, so it was uh, it was great. Yeah, but I just I just knew him. Yeah, well, I mean, he's certainly like Crosby, Stills, Nash, Buffalo, Springfield. I think this was pre Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, well, he certainly has a lot of credits going his way, right? Well, I I was always a fan when when he was in the Buffalo Springfield. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I bumped into him, uh, I tried to set up a friendship because I was a fan. And it worked well enough that he came down and played on uh, the one night on the Super Session album. Well, all right. Yeah, I mean, it certainly turned out, didn't it? (laughs) Yep. Well, how'd you get noticed in the music world? Uh, Well, I wasn't particularly trying to get noticed. I just wanted to make a living. And, And so I... I think the the biggest thing was uh, playing on uh, Highway 61 revisited the album mm-hmm. because then I got a lot of calls and uh, and people liked my organ style and and I didn't completely just play organ on uh, Highway 61 on the album like on the song Highway 61 I played the electric piano oh and and. Uh, but I just, you know, played played keyboards a lot. But I, I was originally a guitarist. Mm-hmm. Well, thinking on your time with Dylan, like, was there anything? Were Were there any songs he played that, like, the the second you heard them, you were like, "Wow, that's that's great," or something like that? All of them. Yeah. Well, certainly, I guess you you did play on some pretty great albums by him. No, but I mean, as as a songwriter, he was amazing. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, well, what was it like the first time you heard Like a Rolling Stone? Were you just like, did you get a, a feeling like, wow, this is going to be a song? Or At what point do you mean the first time I heard Like a Rolling Stone? Well, when you heard it come together, when you read his lyrics for the first time, when you heard him play a, a demo of it? Well, you, when we were recording it was the first time that I ever heard it. Mm. Well, yeah, it's a... And I was 
uh, I was invited to the session to watch by the producer, mm. who was a friend of mine. And uh, I guess. And he... then I, I somehow ended up. They moved the organ player to piano, and then they took a break while they set that up. And I went down. I went out and sat down at the organ. And uh, the producer, uh, you can actually hear it on some takes. He says, "Okay, this is take two, like a Rolling Stone." Hey, what are you doing out there? <laughs> and, it, and everybody laughs, and and he laughs too. The producer, and he says, "Okay, this is take." Too, like a Rolling Stone, and that's you on there. Wow. Well, I guess. Well, the, more, more bizarre is uh, that's me on the organ. That yeah, that wasn't that was sort of a uh, uh, a debut for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm certainly glad you did, and it's it seemed to have stuck, right? Well, I was happy myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then then you came back for. For Blonde on Blonde and... Well, we toured together, too. Oh, you toured. Wow. Well, that must have been quite an experience, going on tour, seeing the world, all that. Well, it wasn't so much the world, but um, it was uh, hectic because he was uh, so famous. He was, you know, like Elvis or something. Did you have to, like, hide away and not not see the light until you walked out on the stage? Really? Yeah, well, that certainly sounds like a lot of fun, and you must have made so many good memories, right? Enough. Well, what is some advice you'd give to someone looking to go into the music world? You just have to have as much ambition as possible, which is what I did. Well, I I guess you got to get yourself out there, right? Yep. That's some pretty good advice. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Well, you've... Gosh, well, I guess that, that definitely worked out for you. You got to... I think it would work out for anyone if they had uh, something to back it up with. How did you feel like watching Leonard Skinner grow as a band, like become more and more successful? Happy. Plus, they were on my label. Mm-hmm. Well, so that that was that was, that was uh, even more rewarding. Yeah, that must have been. Uh, are they still like when they? I guess with what they have one original member left, but are do they still when they do stuff put it out on your label or? No, my label's long gone. Oh, I see. Well, you put together the first Blood, Sweat, and Tears album, is that right? Well, I was I put the band together. Mm-hmm. And I did one album, and then they threw me out of the band. They threw you out? Yes. Jeez, that's, that's harsh. <laughs> it was, but everything worked out. I never liked what they became. Mm-hmm. Really? But, but uh... With, like... So what? Yeah. At least you had uh, one good album with them, right? Well, one album. Well, thank you so much, Al. It's been quite a, a pleasure talking to you. I, I really, really am interested about like your your music life, playing with Bob Dylan, playing with Leonard Skinner, producing Leonard Skinner, The Stones, Hendrix, all of that. Just you left out George Harrison. George Harrison, yes. Oh man, he he's my favorite Beatle personally. So that's. Gosh. Oh, I had I, I had a wonderful time. He was he was a great guy. He sounds we, like it. We stayed friends. That's good. Yeah, George. Yeah, his his well his songs on the Beatles with the Beatles, I guess, were were my favorite Beatles songs. And then All Things Must Pass. That that album just oof. But George was certainly quite a musician. Yep, very nice guy. Mm. Really nice guy. Memorable.
Yeah. I love the, I love the time that I spent with him. Yeah, he, he just seemed like such a, a wholesome, nice, nice dude. He was indeed. Yeah, well, that's certainly great. You got to spend that much time with him and get to know him. Yep. Yeah, well, well, thank you, Al, again, like, Hearing your story, George Harrison, Bob Dylan, Leonard Skinnerd, all of that is just so cool. All those great, great like musicians and songs that you've you've put yourself into, you know, like you're you're gonna be a part of those songs forever. Like that's really really cool. Oh well. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 